What? What? Brothers, 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 brothers. Oh, yeah! It's me, Austin! Awesome! It doesn't matter what you think! I lie! Oh, you didn't know? And I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. See? I just didn't stand! You just made the list! Damn! Welcome, welcome, welcome back into WWEGL on Weekly 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Hurston, and I'm joined by my co-host, Killer Cooper Prater. Oh, killer! Killer! I, I appreciate the the uh, uh, big fancy main event intro now. Yeah, we gotta you all have bad nicknames. Do you like killer? What? Let's 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 spitball here. What do you think? You're, you gotta you gotta <laughs> rhyme, you know? Or right, or it has to be alliterative. It doesn't have to be, but I feel like yours would make sense, you know? Right, right. Um, I don't. I kind of. I kind of dig that though. Killer Cooper, dig, Killer Cooper Raiders. It rolls off the tongue. It you does. Know? It does. You, you get the the cur sound and the er sound. So yeah. it's uh, it it matches both the beginning and the end of, of the my name. So see, I don't even have a nickname. I'm the only one who doesn't because I do the regular intro. I'm like, I don't want to say my nickname. Oh right, right. I I I think Noah's the academic weapon. I do not remember what Daniel is. I I don't think I've ever heard Daniel be referred to as anything i think he wanted to be called the something journalist i'm just gonna call him dunkzilla (laughs) i'm just gonna steal mark davis's nickname right on speaking of mark davis speaking of new japan yeah yeah killer wrestle kingdom well i'd I'd like to start off when i texted my other co-host i'm like hey you find if we do a show tonight and he's like yeah noah said you have to say the wrestle kingdom is a stupid name why? And I completely Why disagree. Why would he ask us to lie on air? No, yeah, see, that's what I was saying. I'm like, isn't this bl-? I said, I'll say it, but you're wrong. I think uh, Japan has some of the coolest uh, names for shows ever. Uh, there was one, I forget what company it was, was for. It wasn't like New Japan or, or NOAA or anything. But um, like way back in the 80s, there's one show that's called Big Tuesday. <laughs> which is just phenomenal. Like, imagine if if people named shows like that today. I think I think Massive Friday. Or new whatever. Japan is the best. I mean, and I think they were talking about a new beginning. I think a new beginning is a great show name, especially since their year kind of like ends. You know, after Wrestle Kingdom and then restarts. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, yeah, New Japan has a, a very clear Dominion. Kind of like, yeah, uh, seasons to, yeah. to their programming. Um, in a way that, like, in recent times, like, the the WWE um, pay-per-view cycle has kind of lacked this, like, clear year-long arc where, like, sometimes you'll see, like, storylines start at WrestleMania now. Yeah. weird because, like, to me, that's supposed to be where, like, your resolution is. Uh, whereas in, in New Japan, for the most part, the, the, the resolutions are all at Wrestle Kingdom. Well, yeah, that's one thing WWE really sucks at is long-term storytelling they can throw one together but like a lot of times they don't which is one thing i'm very happy about one of the guys they hired for like head of creative said he's going to work on more like long-term story like they said like yeah i was excited for i think i know the guy you're talking about rob um, free I think. yeah yeah or fee i think it's fee i'm a li- i say that but the long-term storytelling they were talking about is the fiend and we both agree oh my god yeah <laughs> we love uncle howdy woo our, yeah, my favorite thing in in wrestling is uh, l- long, like 
Bray Wyatt promos where he repeats the same thing that he did say the start of the yeah, but in different flowery language. It's fantastic. I love it. It's the greatest. And I and I also love uh, like just watching Alexa Bliss like I don't know like freak out for uh, like (sighs) flashes on a screen or whatever. I don't mind Bray as much as I more hate the idea that we can't just have normal Alexa Bliss like. She was awesome when she first. I mean, she was nothing in NXT. Like, let's not. She was a like, good manager for uh, uh, Blake, and, Blake Murphy. and Murphy. Yeah, um, and you know, she showed a lot of like that beginning sort of like personality of like yeah. this like kind of like high school mean girl sort of. Um, but uh, it never really got a chance to to like sh- wrestle all that much or really like show what she could do on a major way. She got like I can remember like a couple matches in X, but she never like she was never like title contender or anything. She was more yeah, yeah. you know Blake and Murphy's manager, right? But, like of course when she got in the main roster, all of a sudden she shot up, was winning more yeah. women's titles. She was she was getting close to Charlotte at first. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I remember kind of yeah out. her stuff on uh, SmackDown like at the start of the brand split was just like so killer, um, and like. It was just so full of personality in a way that, like, oddly enough, as weird as it is to say now, that Becky Lynch, like, just wasn't at the time. Yeah. Because, like, Becky Lynch was still doing this kind of, like... I'm a baby face. I make puns, you know? Right. Um, Sort of very Rocky Maivia. uh, (laughs) Straight fire! (laughs) Right, right, yeah. Um, The dark days of uh, Uh. where we had to be, like... Even then she was over, though. She She was over, but not because of, you know... The, her uh like promos big, and, yeah, yeah character stuff is just because like people thought she was a great wrestler which she was um and still is and oh and also the nxt like uh fatal four-way uh stuff with yeah. her definitely helped a lot in making her more believable as like a, a force in a wisdom in a women's division but speaking of that nxt women's division the four horsewomen We'll get back to Wrestle Kingdom. Mercedes Monet, F- FKA Sasha Banks. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Do you, somebody probably put, the the biggest uh, deal to come out of it as here, a whole. Here's some news for you. I mean, I think everyone on the internet thought that Mercedes. I guess we'll call her Mercedes. Do, what, are we gonna just keep calling her? What are we gonna call her? We have to decide now. I'm I'm calling her Mercedes Monet. I'm just yeah. I'm gonna just call her Mercedes Monet because I hate the people who like still refer to someone, especially like five years down the line, is like still refer to them as Sasha Banks right. or something She's like that. She's a new company. She has a different look. Like, it's, yeah. it's fine for me to, to refer to her as the this new iteration of the character. Is This is not a, a Walter Gunther scenario. Yeah. <laughs> where, like, somebody has been established in a company for, like, years and years, and they just suddenly decide to change it for no reason. Vincisms. And also, like, Mercedes Monet, I think, is, like, a cool name, too. So yeah. that also helps as And well. it fits, too, because she's at least going to have Mercedes either way because that's her name. Yes, so. yes, exactly. Um, someone said that the bank statement needs to be changed into the Mercedes-Benz. That would be great, with, actually. With a D, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people thought she was going to be Soraya's mystery partner for AEW. But we have confirmation, unless something else happens, which it could, um, that Tony Storm, they just flat out said it on Dynamite. They were like, they had an interview segment with like, Sheeta on one side and Storm at the other, and they were like, so, and Renee was like, who's going to be your partner? And she's like, 
well, you know, we have like the best women's division in AEW. I mean, you saw that great match, you know, uh, Storm versus Hater, and then they talked about Hater versus Sheeta, and then she goes, Tony, and turns away from Sheeta, and like, would you be my tag team partner? And Sheeta was a little pressed on that. So, like, maybe we'll see her attack her, and then Mercedes when it comes out. Because I saw something else that said that she officially signed with AEW, so. Yeah, that's very odd in, in that case. Yeah, they definitely revealed it now because, like, if everyone was built up in their heads. Yeah, they probably just wanted they... to cut it off. Uh, yeah, and I get that. They, they but it's like it, they could have done the match sooner. If, like, why do you have to wait that many weeks? Like, That's one of the things. Like, I'm fine waiting, like, a couple weeks, but like, that was, like, a month build to It was a while, yeah. That I guess maybe she wasn't cleared or something like that. That could, that could be it. Yeah, um... Yeah, she did take a little bit of time off in between dropping the title and and just recently coming back. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get the the standpoint. Like, if I'm Tony Khan and you know I had this big mystery partner storyline planned at the same time that you know everybody was talking about what was happening over in New Japan with Sasha Banks, uh, I would want to kind of like hedge my bets and you know let people know like, hey. Just it's enough. not her. It's not her. Uh, and I know that we've told you that, you know, uh, people weren't going to be at things before, and they were at things. But trust me, this time it's different. <laughs> yeah, it would <laughs> so. be weird, too, especially if she did show up in AEW, because she would most likely be a face if she's teaming with Soraya. And she just yeah. complete heel turn frame one, you know? So. Right, right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and go on this Wrestle Kingdom card. Well, we got... We only got like four minutes left in this first segment. So, is there anything else you want to talk about before we jump in? Because I don't want to. I want to give this time. Uh, give time. Dominic Mysterio going to jail has been the best thing uh, for his. <laughs> the gangster tear. The entire. The, oh my god! I forgot that he had the the teardrop tattoo. Oh my god! He's fantastic. You don't know what it's like. He's so serious too. It's like you know, I've I've been through hard time. Jail changes people, man. Or like nuclear changes people. Yeah. What a absolute twerp. I'm so glad that he's, like, just, <laughs> just grown into this absolute, like, just, ah, I, I can't even, like, describe how much of a 180 People I've, hate I've him. been through on Dom Mysterio. One, because I don't like his character. Two, like, he's, like, he's kind of playing it perfectly, and I don't think he's meaning to. It's just he happens to. Like, if you watch, I watch Raw most of the times now when I'm free to, because mm. um, I have to do this. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. I can watch it instead of, you know, the full matches are better than the three minute clips on whatever. They had one of the entrances for Dom, and Dom is like standing there, like looking back, like waiting for his other teammates, obviously. And they hit like the pyro, and he like flinches. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot stand this guy. I was like, he's such. <laughs> oh. And then the whole, whenever he got the mist in the eyes from Oscar, and the next week he was wearing sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, that that kid knows his character. Like yep. he's come such a long way from being, you know, just Ray's giant kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. I'm very glad that they like understood that people didn't like him and decided to turn heel instead of like forcing him down our throats. Yeah. And it helps too that he's paired with such a great double act. Him and and Rhea Ripley can keep. This whole oh, yeah. thing going for like as long as they everyone can. loves Rhea Ripley and everyone hates Dom, and right. then you know obviously you're not gonna boo Finn. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, 
But yeah, I've I've kind of, I've kind of come around on Judgment Day um, as a as a unit too. Like at first, I I thought I was like, oh, they're kind of ill-defined, but th- man, they've just been like consistently the highlights of what is otherwise, I think, still a, a pretty boring show. I so, wasn't yeah. like in love with it when Edge had it. I was like, okay, cool. Like it's cool with the people he has in it. When they turned on Edge, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I'm like, I'm let's see where this goes. And then they lost twice. I think they lost two. Yeah. Dom and Ray. Um, when they planted the seeds and when Edge came back. And then they lost to Edge and Ray. And I was like, what are we doing here? I, sh- I should like, clarify, too. I, I've, 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 that 180 that I've t- taken on Judgment Day has only been from Extreme Rules on. Yes, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And so whenever that happened, I'm like, and then Judgment Day started going on a tear. Like, I think they didn't drop, like, a match on Raw until Extreme Rules. And then they, of course, Finn, I'm so glad. Finn won the Extreme Rules match. Yeah, I'm like you. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I was sitting there. I was like, use Beth, use her, uh, use her. Because I'm like, I, there's no way Edge quits normally. You know, like that's just not the way the Valiant Hero goes. So right. I've been, I've been enjoying it a lot more. At first, I wasn't sure, especially when they started just immediately burying them, kind of like Damage Control. You know. Yeah. Uh, My I thing is like, go on I, about Damage Control. I'm fine with Bailey losing. But why did she have to lose the first defense with, like, not only did Belair beat Bailey, but just sunned EO and Dakota while they were tag team champions? Right. right. Like, that should not – and it happened multiple times. It's like you build these people up and up and up only to tear them down. I'm fine with her losing. Just don't get the other members involved. Yeah, and that that's the thing, too. Like, with Damage Control in particular, you know, look, yeah, heels have to have – their comeuppances yes so i like i'm fine with them you know uh, taking a loss to you know whoever they're in a program with but the thing the other thing about that is that you have to at some point make it them seem like a credible threat you know because otherwise then why do i care if the the good guy you know beats them if they've consistently just looked like chumps before um and yeah, th- so they've been put in this really weird position where you have Bailey, Dakota, and Io, who are all three like some of the most talented wrestlers on the women's division. Studs constantly uh, putting on like an Io in particular, just constantly putting on banger after banger, and yet for whatever reason, like there's always going to be some like distraction or some wonk finish or some Bianca Belair that gets in the way yeah. of them, <laughs> you know, making the big save. So. Anyway, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get to an ad break. When we come back, we're going to actually talk about Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. And actually, we we stayed up. Me and Cooper did. So we'll get into that in a minute. But you're going to listen to a two-minute PSA break. We'll be right back. Um, gentlemen. And we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is WWEGL on Weagle 91.1 FM. I am Logan. Right beside me is my co-host, Cooper. And we are talking all things wrestling this week. We're just going to... Who cares about like American wrestling? Wrestling, uh, wrestling in any other place than Japan, because that's all that matters right now. Right. The, the the one true sport, uh, <laughs> the the King's Road itself. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh well. Let's before you watched. Um, was it New Year? Uh, New Year's Day. New Year's uh, is it just called New Year's Day? Uh, I think so. Or was it a New Year? New Year's Dash is New Japan. Oh, no. It was called The New Year. The New Year. Yeah, yeah. You watched The New Year. Pro, Noah's... Wrestling, pro Wrestling Noah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Noah, which is um, uh, pretty much like the number two promotion yeah. in Japan, has been for, for quite a while. Um, Solid work. Oh, always, yeah. yeah. Um, founded by, by Mitsuharu Mizawa. Um, so, like, you know that it's going to be <laughs> yeah. quality oh, my work. Goodness. Um, but, yeah, uh, so I had never watched a full Noah show before. Um, and I thought it was great. Uh, the, so I, the big thing that hooked me into it, obviously, was uh, this was the, the show that had Shinsuke Nakamura mm-hmm. uh, come over. Um, still contracted to WWE. He didn't, like, you know, he's, he hasn't been released or anything. Um, but come over to Noah to fight the great Muda, who is on his big retirement tour. Uh, and this is Muda's last singles match. Yep. Because um, he's going to have – he had another one at Wrestle Kingdom. Which is his last New Japan match. And then his final match is going to be at uh, a show um, later in February um, with uh, where he's going to be teaming with Sting and Darby Allen. Do we know who they're wrestling? No, no. They still haven't announced their opponents. See, that's what I was wondering because I'm like, I know it's – do you think they bring in other contracted talent or do you think it's just they're going to stick with like – Young Guns and Noah, or maybe the champion, or something like that. So um, I do. I think I know who one of them is going to be, um, but the other two, I I have no idea. Um, but I I wouldn't be surprised if one of the opponents on the other team ends up being Kaito Kiyomiya, mm-hmm. uh, who is the current GHC, which is Noah's like version of the IWGP. Yep. Uh, but he's there. He's Noah's top champion, um, and I I say that because. Um, at this show, I I found out that Kiyomiya has kind of been like deigned the heir of of Muda. Uh, like he's starting using like the Shining Wizard as his his <laughs> finisher now. Um, and uh, yeah, he's this great young upstart. Um, uh, I say young. He's been wrestling since he was like twelve or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, Start him young in Japan. You that's know? that's true. Um, but. Uh, yeah, and and he had a killer match uh, on that same show uh, for the title against Keno. Um, just tore the house down, just uh, kick after kick after chop after chop. Like, you know, my chest was sore and felt like I was caving <laughs> in just by watching it. Um, but, yeah, so they were uh, – it was a good show. Um, and uh, then I think there's also going to be a little bit of fallout uh, still – uh, and some uh, Noah New Japan crossover, if, if Could, Wrestle Kingdom yeah. is anything to go by, which we'll, we can get into a little bit later. Um, so, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Keiji Muro the champion last year? The GHC. It was last year too. He was the GHC champion. I'm pretty certain, right? Yes. Yeah. He he okay. won the title uh, recently. He um, he came back. Uh, when and when he announced his he was going on his big retirement tour, uh, I think is when they put the title on him. Oh. So I should I should say this too. Um, the the Muda Nakamura match was fantastic. Reminded me why Shinsuke Nakamura is an absolute rock star, um, and gave me the exact same feeling that I had when he first debuted in NXT. It was like, oh, this guy is something special. Yeah, this is the king of strong style. Um, which is uh, something that he's just been lacking so much in WWE. In WWE, just, he just feels like another guy. I know, and it's... They give him nothing. Right. 
Um, so he he had an absolute killer performance. He Nakamura won uh, the match, um, and uh, so it was fantastic. I I was probably gonna put it on my uh, best matches of 2023 list already, um, and it probably still is going to be there. Uh, and I'll say this: so Muda, he's a legend, uh, especially in Jap- in Japan. Um, so they held a press conference after, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Muda said some pretty horrible things uh, about uh, Nakamura. Um, really, use some uh, slurs. Uh, yeah, it was not good um, and very shocking uh, to see. Uh, I've what? seen some people. Yeah, I I have no idea what was like the the. Especially since I feel like he that. requested to fight Nakamura. Maybe he actually just wanted to fight Nakamura. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It was very weird. Um, so uh, yeah. So if you're going to go and watch that match, I feel like that. Like you know, know know that going into it. Uh, if you are, um, uh, which like you know, for 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 me, the the performance of Shinsuke uh, is is what was really yeah stand out about it, and and I'm happy for him. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was disappointing to see, uh, at the very least afterwards, but didn't, didn't affect my viewing of the match because I didn't know that that had happened at the time. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know that happened and I've been paying very close attention to yeah, it. Yeah. If you want to know what he said, just you know, Google it, but yeah, I don't um, think we can say it on the air. Probably. No, no, not at all. Yeah. It's, it's horrible and reprehensible and he should know better. Um, but anyway, we're going to jump from Noah to new Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched every match, and you didn't catch the King of Pro Wrestling one. This is pre-show stuff. I did not see the pre-show match versus um, Bolton, Oleg, and you want to pronounce that one for me? Uh, let me see. One on the left. Okay. Uh, Bolton, Oleg, and Ryohei Oiwa. Yeah, I did not catch that one. I tuned in, I guess, too late for the pre-show. I did catch, so no no remarks on that match. Maybe I'll go back and watch it. Uh, I'd, I've, I've seen... Seen uh, that Oleg guy before, and he looks like just an absolute tank. Yeah, he does from yeah. the picture. Right. Um, the King of Pro Wrestling match was the King of Pro Wrestling match. It this was, was the, the Rambo, wasn't it? Yep, Rambo, uh-huh. where you have Final Four. Um, nice moment between um, father and son with Shingo and El Phantasmo, uh, where, <laughs> where the father did, or no, technically show eliminated the son. But uh, they did hug it out. Nice. Before nice. Um, LP tried to, you know, just dupe him over the top rope. <laughs> um, we're going to have tonight a New Year's Dash at 2 a.m., which I will not be watching no. for my sleep schedule. Maybe I still technically have it. I might go back and watch the, the match. It's Yano, um, Shingo, who we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. Um, show surprisingly entering number one, getting there, and the great Ocon, Logan's favorite wrestler. Oh, really? I yes. love that man. He, you know, he's the Ref Pro champion right now. Yes, yeah. Did you I, see how him, he got that? I didn't see him win it, uh, but I've seen him with the belt. So like let me fan. let me give you the timeline here. Osprey lost the Ref Pro champion to Zack Knight Jr., who is related to uh, Paige. Yeah, yeah, and her dad Ricky Knight. Yeah, yeah. Um, he some I don't know he got injured or something, but Zach Zodiac, Paige's brother, on his honor wrestles Great Ocon 
for the Rev Pro Championship because he couldn't compete and he had to defend it, yeah. and he lost. So oh. Great Ocon's the current champion. Also, at the end of this match, Great Ocon walked out with the King of Pro Wrestling belt, just decided he had won it. So Nice, as he should. What a man, what a man. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into the first match of the card, the grandfather match. It was the Antonio Inoki Memorial match. I'm not going to list all these participants. Uh, okay. Do you want to list them? Yeah, let me. I have up. I have it pulled up for you. Fantastic. Right. Um, so we have uh, a six man tag on one team, uh, the team of Yuji Nagata, so- Satoshi Kojima, and Togi Makabe uh, versus, I guess it's kind of like the the Inoki team, team yeah. of uh, Tiger Mask, uh, Minoru Suzuki, and Tatsumi Fujinami. Yeah, this is the that was second generation Tiger Mask, correct? I think. Uh, this is the fourth one, I, I believe. Well, this isn't the original. It's no, it's yeah, not, it's not the original. Um, but uh, it's not the current. It's the. It was the. I'm pretty sure it was second. They said it on the commentary. Oh, oh, they got an older. Yeah. Tiger Mask. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know. They that. said like he retires every year, but somehow he keeps coming back or something like that. Or, like it's his <laughs> last match. Okay. The combined age of these participants was 334 years old. <laughs> there was not a man under 50 in this match. It was yeah, fine. Yeah. It kind of went and kind of stopped. I'm gonna be honest. We were. Were you paying attention to the match? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was a little bit. I was, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, it's over. I'll pay attention to, to any match with Minoru Suzuki. I True. Love, I love that. True. Murder grandpa. It went, it went by very quick. I think they said that Tiger Mask messed up a spot and just got pinned. So. Oh yeah, probably. Um, yeah, really. Uh, you know, I, I like seeing the the new Japan dads. Uh, go at it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know they those older Japanese wrestlers, uh, for the most part, still have fantastic conditioning. Uh, yeah, can can still go pretty hard. Um, you will not catch me in any type of speedo at six at fifty, much less sixty nine. Right, right, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, and and of course, you know, seeing Fujinami in the year of our Lord twenty twenty two or twenty twenty three. Um, it was just a sight to behold. And finally we get to the, I guess, for, yeah, that was pre-show. So this is first official match. Catch-22 versus Leo. Or or they just call him Chaos. But we're calling him Leo. Leo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leo. Uh, the, the team of, of Leo Rush and Yo. <laughs> it's very ironic because when we were watching this match, I was like, oh, yeah, we were talking about uh, Chris Brooks, and I'm like, death by roll-up, and then it happened. Immediately afterwards. Yeah. Right, yeah, it was great timing. Um, yeah, fantastic juniors match. Yeah, um, really good. And uh, and Rush got busted open pretty gnarly. Instantly, like almost. Yeah, uh, he posted a picture of it uh, um, afterwards, and it I just look looks pretty rough, like um, – so, but no, yeah, um, TJP uh, is such a like little emo teenager. Dab, dab, dab. But it was uh, a very fun, very fun match, I thought. Yep, and I love Francesco Akira personally. Oh, was, yeah, he had a lot of good spots. He had a lot of good spots, and I, I think I like him on the mic, honestly, and I like different, um, different countries coming into New Japan, like having the first Italian um, junior is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, from that, I think we're going to go ahead and get to another ad break, but we'll be back and talk about more Wrestle Kingdom after these quick messages. Whoa! Yankee with no brim! Transition. Anyway, we're back. Uh, we were talking about PWG because Leo Rush got busted open hard style last night and was a participant in the Battle of Los Angeles and is no longer, he said. They've not announced a replacement. And also, 
So in night one, let me let me go through. All right, these are the announced entrants in order. Speedball Mike Bailey is in the tournament, but he's also not going to be in night one. So he's not going to do his round one match till night two, and then they added somebody else to the tournament. Okay. So let me get that out of the first way out of the way. First participant was Michael Oku, my boy, former Ref Pro champion. Um, great match last year with Will Ospreay. I was very excited. He was the first one. Sean Skywalker was number two. Masha Slamovich was the third. Speedball was the fourth. Commander is the fifth. Alex Shelley is the sixth. Jonathan Gresham the seventh. Aramis. 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 Yeah. Is the eighth. Titus Alexander is the ninth. Jordan Grace the tenth. Leah Rusty, 11th, who probably either will be, you know, um, replaced or just taken out of the tournament in, in general. Um, Black Taurus is the 12th. Latigo is the 3rd. Daniel Garcia is the 14th. And I think he's still the PWG champion, maybe? I think that's right, yeah. Um, Bandito's the 15th. Konosuke Takeshita is the 16th. El Hijo de... El he... How do I pronounce that? El Hijo del Vikingo. El Io del Vikingo. I, I should know. I took three years of Spanish in a row, but it's already <laughs> all gone. Um, is the 17th and final. But then, because Speedball was unable to compete in night one, rather than take a match off the card, an 18th entrance will be added to the tournament. Oh. It is SB Kinto. Okay. Right on. And that is. And then your night one matches are Bandito versus Black Taurus versus El Ego del Vikingo. Great. That's a that's a great match. Yeah, Tyson Alexander versus Daniel Garcia, Oku versus Takeshita. Oh, that's fantastic. Gresham versus Grace. Lovers quarrel round one. Nice. Oh my goodness, that's good booking. Uh, Aramis versus Sean Skywalker, Shelley versus Slamovich, SP Kinto versus Leo Rush, who is not even in the tournament anymore. Right. So I guess it's just Kinto versus Bailey Mike too, and Latigo versus Commander. All right. Nice. I would buy this if you had to buy each night separately for like <laughs> sixty bucks. But uh, <laughs> gotta anyway, make that money. Gotta make that money. Anyway, back to New Japan match two. This is controversial. We had the IWGP Women's Champion match. It was Tam Nakano versus Kyrie, and of course, as we mentioned, Mercedes Mercedes Monet came out after. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this has been getting a lot of. I've seen it on the wrestling TikTok. A lot of people aren't happy because it only got five minutes and 49 seconds for this whole match. Yeah. I So I we, while we were watching it live, I remember we both realized this was very short. Yeah, you're like, she's not going to hit the elbow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she just hit the elbow and it right. was over. Um, uh, which, uh, now, I, I understand kind of why that is because, it's a, look, it's a long show. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of matches on a card. Um but um, I I feel like um, you if the, this is the first uh, you let official go. women's match on on the main card of Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, you you'd like show it well, off. Well, technically not the first official. It's the first IWGP. They technically when they had the two nights Wrestle Kingdoms, they had two Stardom matches last year. Were they were they on the main card or were main they... card? Oh, okay. But it was remember it's a two night right thing. So like right. there was a lot more. But um, yeah, you have your you have your new IWGP Women's Championship. Yep. Um, and you have it on, like, in in my opinion, one of the best women's wrestlers in the world, Kyrie. For sure. Um, and now I'll say, for all five of those minutes, 
it was awesome. Fantastic, hard hitting, like everything you would want from like a, a stardom. Match it was a great five minute match. Just in the Tokyo Dome, should have been longer. Yes, that's that's the only thing. Um, and and I, I realized that also, you know, they wanted to give uh, Mercedes's debut time to yep. breathe and all that. So. I did see some quotes from Mercedes' interview afterwards, and she basically said. Y'all be glad you got me first. Basically saying that she's going to go to multiple companies. Yes. Yeah. So, I would not be surprised to see her show up a lot of places. I'm very excited to see the, what the future holds for her um, and her and Kyrie, which will be at the Battle of the Valley. So in San Fran. Mm-hmm. Uh, early, uh, later this month, too, I think. Oh, it's I think it's October. Is it? Or no, is it this month? Uh, yeah, I think uh, it's, it's um, towards the end of January. Next, we had... Um, your favorite wrestler ever, Yoshihashi and Hiroki <laughs> Goto Bishamon versus FTR Dax. I love and Hiroki Goto. Um, let it never be said that I, I don't love Hiroki Goto. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but man, you got to ditch this dude. <laughs> you got to ditch Yoshihashi. Hey, he got the pin, so that's all I'm saying. Um, it was a good match. It was good. I wish, again, this was. Almost, like, there were so many matches on the show in the one night, which, like, again, I don't really like two nights because, like, I would not be – it'd be hard for me to stay. I probably would skip one. Yeah. If they had, like, Omega – I would not have watched Okada White live if if they had split Omega Osprey into one night and then the other one. Yeah. No way. Um, but Yeah, the this tag match was, was really good. Um, uh, it's an FDR match, so what else would you expect? Yeah. Um, but – uh, more so than anything in the actual match, I think the the big thing to come out of this was the continuing crisis of confidence uh, story with FTR. Uh, yep. Because now they've officially lost all the belts. And they did mention it in AEW tonight. They basically, the guns came out and was like, they had the FTRIP on the thing oh. for like their careers. And then they were like, yep, they lost all those belts and stuff like that. And basically said that... Um, they can wrestle wherever they want, but they'll never wrestle in AEW again. We are the living legends. We're the you know best in the world, top guys out, and uh, left the ring. Oh, uh, clever. So Interesting. And they also played FTR's theme, like uh, Shawn Michaels in Canada with Bret Hart. Right. And for a second, the crowd popped. I'm like, there's no way they're here. <laughs> I'm like, if it's a 15-hour – I had Will Ospreay say it, 15-hour flight. <laughs> if you leave immediately after your match, there's no way. No, 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 no way. Yep. No way. Um, but right decision. Hopefully, Bishamon lose the tag team titles as soon as possible to Aussie Open. Fingers crossed, because they are going to Australia soon. So that's my hope. Oh yeah, that's that's such an easy decision. Aussie Open should have held those titles yesterday. And they have a win on Bishamon in the tournament. So they did lose in the finals, but they did have a win in the tournament. So, and then we get to your favorite championship ever, <laughs> the New Japan World Championship. Rin Narita versus Golden Boy Zack Saber Jr. Uh, yeah, literally now with that, literally. that new hair. Yeah. Um, look, uh, no, no disrespect to the the people who worked hard on making that title. That that's so the butt toaster. Ugly. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, which is a shame because like New Japan usually has really good looking titles. Um, but yep. it's just so, it's 
it's just a rectangle. <laughs> I just wish the strap was bigger. Like, it wasn't just, like, it made the rectangle look so big, you know? Well, it was too big for Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, yeah, like, it could not fit. Like, that thing would not stay around his waist. <laughs> yeah. Also, Zack Sabre Jr. is officially, I assume, the leader of the Mighty Don't Kneel. I think that's the impression. Because if you remember on commentary... During this match, uh, they're talking about where all the Suzuki Goon members are going to end yep, up. Yep, because they were talking and, about Despy too. Mm-hmm, and mentioned uh, what faction Zack Saber Jr. could potentially join. I think it was Chris Charlton who had said that um, he's not going to join a faction; he's going to lead, lead a faction. One. Yep. And so I think that that's the dynamic that they're going to set up with TMDK. Plus, I mean, they lost their supposed leader with Jonah, so right. it makes complete sense that Sabre Jr. gets in that slot. And it may it's more of a fit, honestly. I mean I love Jonah and or Bronson Reed now, whatever you want to call him. Um but uh Sabre Jr. just looks better with those guys, you know? He looks better and also he's he's just such a fantastic like talker. Like, yeah. He's got such a presence to him. Um, yeah, absolutely the right pick, I think. Um, although, uh, had a very good showing against uh, little Shibata Jr. Yeah. In, in Rin Narita. Um, I love that, too. Uh, I think um, both of their dads, uh, <laughs> Shibata and uh, Minoru Suzuki for Zack Sabre, uh, were, were both watching. Yeah. <laughs> they were just trying to impress their dads. The dad, the dad contest. I did like, too, that he worked the arm till right when he got in the arm bar. It was the insta tap out. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, we're going to go to our next match. The best match of the night. Uh, the match of the night. It was that, a match was, in the night. That's uh, those are Gunstone. Those are true words. Gunstone. Uh Carl Anderson, Legendo <laughs> Des uh Carl Anderson, God uh Des. Hot uh, agent wife Des. <laughs> yeah. Versus ain't nobody better than Gorilla. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did actually like this match. It was good until the finish, which I don't know what happened there. A lot of people were saying, oh, Carl Sandbacked him, but he might have not have. It might have been just. No, I don't, I don't think that was, I don't think he would. Yeah. But especially since after the match, they were like, Carl went into the press conference and basically said, Tomatonga is a legend. Yeah. You, know, you this, he is the guy. And they had like, they were hugging each other like mentor. They were good after the match. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think. That was like the perfect ending for Carl because I don't think he's coming back. I say that, but he might get released. And then if Vince comes back, he'll be released frame one. Let's let's not go talking about things that <laughs> have a, a, not the highest chance of happening, but too high of a chance of happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I was really down with uh, this just here for the paycheck version of Carl Anderson. I love it. It's so entertaining, um, especially <laughs> since it's so much different than anything else you'll see in New Japan. Yes. Because everyone else is like, fighting spirit. We're doing it for Anoki. Carl's like, I'm just doing it for the cat. <laughs> right. Like. Um, but no, it was a, it was very, uh, um, actually a surprisingly brutal match at first. Yeah. Like, they just dropping Tonga on his head uh, on, like, the um, rampway. Um, and, yeah, uh, the Carl Anderson status as, like, the WWE guy, the guy who has turned his back on New Japan twice now, uh, put him in a really interesting kind of heel spot for the match and, and made Tonga look even better taking the never open weight championship from him. Yep. And I did like the, um, especially, especially he did not get paid enough to take that finisher the right way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It looked more like a shoulder tackle RKO than uh, the gun stun. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get into a quick ad break. 
I think we might go over because we we still got the best match oh, to yeah, talk about, which I might that might be a whole fifteen minute segment. I'm gonna keep it above. <laughs> but anyway, we're going to go and get to a quick little ad break, and we will be right back. And we are back. We're gonna go ahead and get into three of our last four matches. I think of this segment. Hopefully, knock these babies out. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Lij, Naito, Sonata, and Bushi versus. Keiji Muto, his last match in New Japan. Yep. Roshi uh, Tanahashi and the star of the show, Shooter. 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 Yes. Shooter Umino. Uh, I cannot uh, wait till he gets a belt, man. He he is gonna be something real special, I think. Um, also, I saw somebody call Shooter uh, Tanahashi Junior. Uh, the other day. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which I thought was really funny, um, and but no, I thought I thought this was um, a, a good showcase for him. He just has a similar hair too, and the similar like tights and yeah, yeah. I mean, it just makes sense. Right. Um, even though I, I I think he you know due to the the influence of of his absentee father John Moxley um, is a little rougher than than Tana could ever be. Some would say he's a rough neck, you know. Some might say that. Some might say that. <laughs> uh, the the New Japan marketing team might say, say that. <laughs> a shirt that he wears might say that. Yeah. Um, um, also, uh, it was fun to see Naito, but man, uh, that guy needs to be in a main event like soon. <laughs> I feel so bad for him because he still is great. It's just like, oh yeah. I mean, like, like there is like no reason for him to like, man. Mm-hmm. Great, great wrestler. I, I, I mean, they're giving him. Hey, they gave him the storyline with Noah immediately after. So that's true. That's something true. to sink your sink his teeth into. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out. Yep. Um, Sonata, I also liked at the start of the match, just instantly stealing all of Mudo's moves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was Sonata was like Mudo's protege in like all japan mm-hmm. um and i think they had like a little bit of beef because muda essentially was like you you still have not learned yep. <laughs> i told you i said he's gonna start the match you're like yeah. no nah, i'm like nah it's gonna be sonata right cold skull <laughs> um but it was overall a good match i think the right man got the win shooter got the win yep um if anybody needed the, i mean like unless you're gonna just give muda the pin which like he doesn't really need I mean, he go. No. I mean, I, if you want to be sentimental about it, I feel like they might do that for the final match, like when it's like either he's like when Darby and Singh, like he's gonna get the pin then, but uh, right. Or yeah. he could be like really old school and you know have the mentality of like, oh, you go out on your back. Um, I could see that too. Right. Um, uh, I I dug too that uh, that that the face team was essentially uh, New Japan's. Past, present, and yep, future. That's what they were saying. It's a, a team past, present, and future. Yep. I love that. The aces of New Japan, as some would say. Um, anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into the juniors match, which I would say was the second best match on the card. It was It was very fun. Um, very uh, heart uh, racing for me, at least, <laughs> uh, because... Your favorite wrestler almost won. The, that's true. <laughs> the master. I just, I just really wanted him to to actually land one of those finishers that he kept landing on every single one. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, um, three really great uh, wrestlers uh, uh, and the grand master 
Wano. Wano. <laughs> yep. um, Despy looked great. I mean, every nobody looked bad in this match. Even no. Wado, people were like, I the joke. crowd was getting into it though because they were like, is this guy gonna win? Because right. I mean, like they built it up like Wado was nothing. Like, yeah. The whole. I joke. Wado is a very good wrestler. Yeah. Um, it's just everything about his presentation is so corny compared to the other three. And he looks like a baby. Yes. He like is he is baby. very much. Baby. And the thing is too is Ishimori is so great. I mean, like especially from the start of the match when he got them all to. Um, Basically chase him out and, and drop him on the ramp. Right. Um, obviously, Takahashi knows his character, knows it well. There's a reason he's been at the top of divisions for so long. And Despy has, has came into the zone in the last couple of years. And yeah. so when you have these three really, really solid guys, and then Wado's there too, it's like yeah. you, you kind of feel the outclass. You know what it was like to me? It was like the um, Fatal 4-Way they had for the Universal Championship after Finn where they had – Rollins, Owens, Reigns, and then Big Cass. Big Cass. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But at least Big Cass, you're like, okay, he's big. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like. I guess in this case, with, uh, yeah, Master Wado, you know, at, at least he he's quick. He almost pulled the Cinderella upset like three times. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, until, uh, thankfully, Takahashi reminded everybody uh, who he can be when yeah. he puts his mind to it. Um, I'll I'll say this: like if if Ishimori wouldn't have grabbed the ref, he would have pinned Despy. There was no doubt. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like Despy got hit with (laughs) with Takagi's finisher, and then immediately into what is Wado's? Like what is that? It's like a jumping crucifix. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, basically he he'll like grab you by the arms and like power slam you while while putting you in a pending position that yeah. Yeah, looks like a crucifix. Um, and then after after that, I think I wish Despy would have won, but I'm, I understand why they don't want to put it on Despy because, like, New Japan wants their belt in New Japan and Despy's going to just go to a bunch of other – like he said, his whole thing was just – I don't – I just want this as a bargaining chip so I can just yeah. go wherever I want and face the best talent, which I love that mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been putting on bangers this year. But anyway, we're going to get into our two main events – we're gonna skip the first one because it. Spoiler alert! It was the the best match of the night. One of it might have been the best match I've watched live. Just generally speaking, yeah, like ever live as in like watching the pay per view live. That's. I mean, it's up there for me. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm. Because my thing is, I haven't. I watch a lot of. Go back and watch again. Like I didn't. Until recently, I haven't paid for. Yeah, yeah. It, I can say that easily. That it's the best match I've watched live. But uh, um, that was, of course, Osprey Omega. But we're gonna go ahead and get into Okada versus White. Jay White, the Switchblade. Moy mm-hmm. Era, the Catalyst. Yeah. Bang. Uh huh. Um, fighting for Anoki, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Quote unquote. This is such a a fun uh. Thing to see these two grown men fighting for the the legacy of of a ghost at this point. <laughs> um, but uh, try as he might, uh, Jay White is ha, was not, uh, I think, literally possessed by the spirit of Antonio no, Noki in the way that Okada was. Um, he did hit Anoki's finisher on Okada, though. That's true. That, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of really fun tribute spots. I, uh, I. Okay, I, I get what they were going for here where it's like 
maybe Okada's the bad guy all along. They had Okada with the black tr- trunks with, you know, um, Jay White in the white and the whole, like, you didn't even defend the G1. You didn't, you know. Mm. I get that. It just just did not work. And the commentary proved it, too, when they're like, everyone's coming to the Tokyo Dome to see Okada son this guy. You know, they're like. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think the, yes, that was the story in the build. I don't know how how well that, that story played out. Yeah, I don't feel like it, it really played out as well. Yeah. Um, but but taking the story of the match on its own, um, I think it, that that was told very effectively um, with, you know, the um, o- Okada reclaiming his his place at the top of the hierarchy. Um, and uh, even then, like, you know, yeah, when, when he initially uh, took the robe off and, and reeled his, his ring gear, you and me both, I thought, you know, thought, oh, he looks really weird in black. Black, trunks. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, oh, is this like, you know, it could be like a bad guy thing. But I think even that was was more so a tribute to Anoki rather yeah. than any sign of like a major character shift. Um, I I will say I think Okada's better as the chase than the chaser because, I mean, he's just such yeah. an overdog. Mm-hmm. Like, especially since I did the same thing last year with him beating Shingo and then beating Will yeah. both nights. You know, like, no rest for the weary. Like, because Okada, okay, Okada, let me get let me get this out of the way is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you're going to put it in, he's a, he's a million bucks. Like, even in this match, even though the last match over, over, over um, sold their expectations, um, he was it was still great. It was just the crowd was just so deflated. Not deflated. It was just they were so sucked into the last match. You see it happen many times. Like, yeah. you see it at Mania 25 when they had Taker, um, Sean go second and the second to last and then had the I guess Randy Orton Triple H match. You saw it at uh Mania thirty five whenever um Kofi and Brian went before the women's main event. I mean you see it all the time. But it was just it was really sad that it was a main that it was, you know, Wrestle Kingdom. This is the this is the peak and it's like the crowd just wasn't into it. But it was a great match nonetheless. Right man won. Okada sunned white. I like what they did afterwards with Jay refusing to give up the title and then kind of seeing like oh, in defeat, man. like drobbling to yeah. Um, there was a couple of moments throughout the show, but in particular, that last uh one of, of yeah, Okada standing tall as champ. I think he's in his pose with his arms outstretched, uh, and Jay White groveling on the floor, like crawling towards him. Uh, that like I, I turned to you and I said, "That's a Renaissance painting." That is, <laughs> you know. Um, and yeah, man, what a great little character moment for for Jay White. I don't think it's setting up like I saw some people look at it as like a face turn for Jay White, and I don't think that's what it is. Um, especially with like once he stood up and like uh, whispered uh, to mm-hmm. Okada, I think that I took that as more of like I am going to hunt you down basically yeah and I, I will keep coming for you well see um, that's the problem is we don't know what he said so right. he could have been you know i could see it both ways i could see them possibly turning j face i could also see them just doing what they've been doing you know yeah. like keep them and like you need a heel because like at, i'll explain later but 
I did like that at the end, though. A kind of a sign of respect. Like, all right, you beat me. Yes. And also, yeah. I do like Okada being like, yeah, he still has two wins over me, so I got to even the score. Right. But also, it's like, any guy that fights Okada, I'm never like, oh, yeah, Okada's the underdog. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's been on top for so long that yeah. it's just, you know. Yeah, that's the thing with him. Like, I've seen, I've seen some, uh, like, Western fans of New Japan kind of complain about Okada's booking as being, like, repetitive um that he's too overpowered um which i i can see that um uh but the thing is like i i i think they've kind of succeeded in making me think that yeah he's just the best guy yeah like, he looks weird without a championship around it's him. the same thing as they basically wwe saw Okada and was like let's do that for roman reigns would make him a heel Right, right, yeah. Like it. Whenever Roman loses those dolls, it's gonna look weird, and it's gonna uh, be like a monumental. Yeah, like yeah, like when I wasn't buying into it until when he by, when he beat Brian and Edge at Mania and double stacked them. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's gonna hold these belts for a long time. Uh-huh. I was like, like even like when you feel like it's gonna like they they're they're literally like they're pulling from New Japan where. McIntyre has to go through even more sorrow before he loses in his home country with <laughs> beats all the bloodline guys just for another one to spawn. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it is as much as you complain about it being repetitive, you still watch. Like, right, right. I mean, people are like, oh, Kenny should have won here, but like the moment Kenny won, mm. like incredible, especially the storyline. And if you look at it, the broad scale, like the same thing. I wanted Osprey in the main event. Oh like, yeah, I wanted Osprey to beat yeah. him in the G1 climax, mm-hmm. but I see it as Osprey's moment would be just sweeter if he beats Okada in Wrestle Kingdom than it would be if he beats Okada in the G1 and then fights Jay White. Right. You know. Yeah. It'd be heel versus heel. You know it. And it. And so like I'm fine with the. I I think that again Okada it was the right move. Like you don't have Okada lose. At Wrestle Kingdom, the Jay White, like especially not this Re- Wrestle Kingdom, not this Wrestle too. Kingdom, yeah, with, yeah, not with the, like heel the memorial Jay White. show, yeah, yeah. There's too much writing on on an Okada victory for them to not go through yep. with it. And Okada has to go through the least amount of suffering as any other wrestler. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but yes, it was the right move. Um, but it just sadly was super overshadowed by the semi-main event, which we are going to get to after these quick messages. We do not care. Machine gun. Show me. Rainmaker. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing nothing beats uh, old Prince Devitt. (laughs) What a crazy little... They did post the throwback the other day of uh, where they had uh, Devitt... What was... I don't remember what Wrestle Kingdom that was. Where they had Okada... Naito, Devitt, all like six men in the three in the the other day. Oh, it would have been an early yeah. one then, yeah. Um, Maybe hinting at something. Depending on how uh, how many good words Carl Anderson uh, put into him, we might yeah be seeing a little little more. Well, if it's, uh, if it's Carl Anderson, is the hill we're gonna die on. I don't think we're gonna see it. So, <laughs> um, let's get into the greatest build, the greatest. Oh, so good. I brought a tear to my I thought about rewatching it when I woke up today. Like I was that close <laughs> to just like re like my friend texted me, he's like, How was the match? I'm like, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Art. First of all, let's get into the build of this. This has been building for a long time. 
We know we knew that shoot Omega and Osprey don't like each other. Yeah, you know, right. was what well, at least what they told us. You oh. know, you had the the seedlings of it with the tournament. You know, mm-hmm. where and afterwards when Aussie Open and Osprey got beat by the Elite, beat them down and stuff like that, and so, and with Kenny um, Osprey using the one winged angel at Rev Pro. Yeah. And letting the mad Kurt kick out of it and then having the shirt that Kenny DMC ate. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, Kenny yeah. didn't, but AEW Company. Right. Or something like that. And they, you know. I forgot about the, the shirt aspect of, of that whole yeah. endeavor. But, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Kenny, I don't remember. Also, tweeted something about it. And Kenny, it was something about the five-star matches or mm. something about that, that Kenny shoot back. You know, these We know these guys don't like each other. And it all finally came to the – well, also, Kenny just – being like, oh yeah, I don't mean to, like to bury anyone, and then buries Osprey more in interviews. Just yeah. tells him how you know terrible he is, and right. that he's just like a spot monkey. He only goes for Dave's ratings, and doesn't you know can't tell a story. Can't you know? Finally, we get to that. Says press- all of the criticisms that people have made about Kenny oh, over the over yeah, the true, yeah. exactly. Before Kenny shut him up, which he still hasn't shut up. I mean, everyone's gonna have criticisms, you know. Right. And that's the thing, too, about the same criticisms people have Osprey forever. Like, yes. since the start of Will Ospreay, which, like, he's, I think even back then, he was, good. like, if you've watched his progress stuff with him versus Redacted, um, oh, yeah. speaking out movement person, that storyline they had for the original progress was great. And, like, the Red Pro stuff and stuff like that. Um, and, but he's gotten so much better. People have not been paying attention to it. Mm. Like, he is genuinely, like, not only is he, great you know in ring but he's great at selling you on the story he's a great promo now yes absolutely can we talk about that that's what we're getting to you want to you want to you want to start it oh my god what a i i there there's very few instances in which i think that like press conferences press scrums are necessary yeah in the build of a wrestling match i think it's oftentimes just a poor imitation that uh, wrestling companies try to to do to be like oh we're we're like sports we're we're uh, a sport yeah um so and and oftentimes not much comes out of it that I didn't already know before um, unless you're a media scrum at AEW right right um, <laughs> unless there are muffins involved yeah um, <laughs> but uh, man y- even as somebody who has been watching Osprey's evolution throughout the years. Um, and who has recognized how much work he's put in to to get to the point that he is now, and how how fantastic of a professional wrestler he is. Um, th- I had not quite uh, it had not quite clicked for me um, how much this match meant for him until watching. I would I would argue that the it is necessary. To watch, watch the promo, the promo before watching the match, um, which is funny because you almost didn't. I know, I know. I thought because I thought, oh, it's a press conference. Like, what's well? What can I learn from this? Logan happened. I well, I refer to myself in the third person. Apparently, <laughs> I happened to be. Oh, I'm up at one a.m. Oh, New Japan's doing a press conference. Let's tune in. I want to <laughs> see what Osprey. I I it happened the same way because Osprey and Omega. I was like, holy crap, and then. Um, Okada and Y started seeing and I started falling asleep. Right. <laughs> I got like half of it, but like, um, let me tell you, the rest of the press conference, eh, like right. there was a decent, like, if you like Carl, watching Carl Anderson 
deal of it. Be checked out, yeah. Yeah, um, and they had some people like, like that sold you Absolutely. on the match if it, you weren't already sold. It tells you everything you need to know about Osprey. Um, the the intensity with which he believes everything that he says yep. is, is is fantastic. Um, and and what I I've, I've noticed now going back, it the intensity of that promo also kind of foreshadows what it is about Osprey that made him lose. Yep. He is for all of his talent still too volatile. Mm-hmm. He he says stuff and worries about it later. Absolutely. He uh, he he acts first, thinks later. He uh he's too emotionally immature mm-hmm. to uh, he could control himself, whereas he's up against Omega, um, who is just as cold of of a pragmatist as he can be. Yep. Just, just it will take any cheap road to get under Will's skin, um, and is is constantly thinking about ways to undermine him. Yeah. That will then play into Will's ego problems, uh, to to further this downward spiral. I love it too because Callus and Omega did an absolute phenomenal job of putting Will over. Oh yeah, yeah. At, yeah. Even in the press conference, where people are like, "Oh, they're making fun of Will." No, they they're like, "Will is the best athlete mm-hmm. in the world today." Yeah. But there, the whole thing is like, Kenny is a god, you know? Yes. That Kenny by God Omega. Yeah, Kenny by God Omega. <laughs> um, I love the whole Kenny getting. The speaking in Japanese and then getting the translator to talk to Will. Oh, it's such a great touch. Um, and I love, too, after Will gave that Harden promo talking about having to fly f- an extra three hours each time because of the war, mm-hmm. the sitting in the dark room, COVID. And, like, as someone who's – I had a friend whose dad worked in China. And let me tell you, those are, like, the worst places you can stay. Like, those oh, yeah. the day brooms they put you in for 14 days and they give you terrible food and stuff like that. Right. Talking about how it basically starved because the events wouldn't end until after all the restaurants are closed. How, you know, there's no... And I especially, too, because I went and watched Shingo versus Will, which was six stars. Mm-hmm. And watching the crowd where they were just, like, you know, clapping. Like, it was... No, like, at first I'm like, okay, this isn't bad. But, like, after, you know, 10 minutes, like, oh, my gosh. How do you wrestle in this? Like, how do you, with no crowd, like, no adrenaline... From the you know yeah like you don't know how the crowd's reacting to you you know right yeah he he will uh, has has carried a lot of New Japan during a time when it was it has been never been more difficult yeah to carry a wrestling and company. he's carried the torch everywhere he went too which yeah. is also great and the other thing too is what they really did good about putting it over is Kenny is for the money that's the only reason Kenny's here is because New Japan paid him a fat check mm. and like as a favor kind of thing and. Osprey's a guy who will wrestle in front of a homeless man right. for the sport. He will do yeah. anything for the sport. This yeah. is what he loves, this is what he breathes. Mm-hmm. I really like that aspect of putting him over because I never really saw that in Osprey, but now I'm like, that's all I see. I see like how you see Danielson, you know? Yes, yes, um, fantastic. The promo, of course, was great, especially when he went, you know, I had to watch my friend die on an iPad Yeah. because I love this, you know, which – R.I.P. Ryan Smiles. Yeah, that Terrible. was that was really um, heartfelt and uh, just a part that got me well enough too. Yep. So and also bringing um, Ibushi into it, where he's like, uh, "I'm sorry for what happened four years ago. 
I didn't mean to knock him out. But if you get in that position, I am going to kill you. Yeah. Like, I'm going. You're not getting back up. You're not getting back up. Right. You're going out on a body. Like, that was so good. And he's like, don't you belittle me. Uh-huh. Because I, you know, I'm going, you were either going to hand me this torch or I am going to take it yes. from you. So good. Yeah. And then Omega afterwards being like, you know, it was never personal. It's just business. And then he's like, but then you attacked me and you attacked my friends. And now you're going to get what you got coming, uh, you know? Yep. Um, all of which led into, can, can we just say, this is the match of the year. Yes, <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I, I seriously doubt there will be anything else to top this in the 12 months we have left in 2023. <laughs> but, oh, my good. I mean, the perfect thing, too, is it sets Osprey up as, like, the biggest baby face. Oh, in yeah. New Japan, yeah. coming out to elevate, you were going. I literally said before you, I'm like, I think he's gonna come out to elevate, and you're like, no. Yeah, I I uh, did not anticipate them to to take his character turn so far as to change his theme. The return of the assassin. Well, yes. that's the thing about yeah. like United Empire, they're like not good guys, but they're not like terrible guys either. Like a Bullet Club or like one of the jumping people. Yeah. Or so I mean, they hit you after that, but they're never gonna like cheat in the match most right. of the time. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I don't know, maybe Great Ocon. But uh, anyway, I digress. <sighs> the interest is perfect, too. Kenny coming out to One Winged Angel. Yeah. The Sephiroth theme. Uh-huh. And it had the the cleaner, the best bout machine. The what, belt collector. The belt collector. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, man. Um, yeah, I, I love seeing... Uh, can he get to indulge in all of his uh, anime nerd uh, <laughs> stuff that he doesn't really get to do? His tights were so sick, too. I was so glad he finally got yeah. some, like, good-looking tights because I was tired of watching AEW with, like, he uses, like, the weird, like... <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I think it, it looked about on par with, like, all of his other stuff. Uh, I, I think with the Omega symbol, Western, it was just black yeah. and white, too. Yeah, really... yeah. Um, but... Uh, no, they both uh, they look like like comic book heroes and villains. villains. It's it's it was so heightened and perfect for the moment. Speaking of perfect for the moment, it's a perfect time for ad break. <laughs> now we'll actually get into the real match when we come back. And we're back. We're finally finally going to talk about the true main event of Wrestle Kingdom, the match everyone's talking about, the match of the year so far, and I would boldly say probably going to be the match of the year by the year's end it's gonna be tough to i don't see anything see. topping especially work rate like right um who knows maybe shingo okada um, <laughs> even though they've ran that before but uh just from the entrances to clear villain we had cal um callus on commentary and at, you know at first he's obviously doing his whole shtick where guineas are better than everyone let's bury these people and then like even as the match was going on he's like he starts respecting Osprey more and more. Absolutely, yeah. I love that the United Empire were by ring, but you barely ever saw him other than that one s- spot. Yeah, where I think the the one that really stood out to me was, um, yeah, Hinare, um, just like having this crazy, like just desperate look yeah. in his eyes as he's like trying to will uh, Osprey uh, back to life. Almost is, yeah. It was started out great with. I mean, people were like, is, is this match going to be good? But how good is Kenny going to be? 
Let me tell I was pretty saying, good, turns out. <laughs> pretty good. This is 80% from what we were told last night. Or Kevin Kelly kept saying. Because <laughs> people are like, oh, but he's not like full health. I'm like, you got to think about it. He's had he, – he recovered. And, you know, he wasn't full health for the all-out like trios tournament. But then he had three months mm-hmm. to sit and think and work out. And when he came back, he was shredded then. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. This, I mean – Perfect high flying stuff. What you want from Osprey, but also just brutal. Yeah, brutal. Kenny is, I think, really underrated in how efficient his moves are. Yeah, goes for quick, uh, hard, like just as like rough as as he can be, while also like having this very smooth kind of yes. flow to it. It's a plan for him. You know, um, you can see him calculating. Yes, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, and pairing that up against Will's kind of like Natural, spur of the moment. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking of things as I go, um, and it's all all risk all the time. Um, I thought it was a really good clash of styles. Yeah, it was really good. The of course the match truly. I mean, it was started, but like it really amped up once we hit that. Inverted DDT off the top rope oh onto the turnbuckle outside the ring. I mean, I me I about winced. Like I would, yeah. you heard me. I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, there's a lot of spots uh, during this this whole thing that just like are are really tough to watch. Honestly, yeah. Um, but um, I think that yeah, the the dropping will basically like neck first onto a bear turnbuckle was like the the beginning of the end rather crazy too because before that he was going for the dragon sleeping you're like oh you're not gonna hit that oh yeah like, yeah and then will obviously hits the hey i have 99 plus awareness like if you throw me <laughs> off the top rope i'm going to land on my feet <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do yeah um and so like especially when like Everyone surrounded the ring, and I saw Osprey's cut, and I was like, "There was blood, like all on. There was like a puddle." Oh yeah, you can see on it on the floor on on the black uh, like mat um, that they have outside the um, the kind of like on the. So they have the way the Tokyo Dome is set up. They have um, the ring, and then sort of a platform around mm-hmm. it, um, and, and then there's the barricade, and there's the audience. Um, so Will gets tossed to the outside and, um, it hits his head, uh, real hard. Um, and it, yeah, you just see like a, a pool of blood as he's like, uh, trying to gasp away at the, the railing, um, trying to like hide his face yeah. the camera for the longest time until you, you see him turn too. And by that point, like. Basically, from the top of his head to about, like, the middle of his eye is just beet red, just flowing down. And it looks like, like, literally, like, there's, like, there's no lights in his head. Oh, Like, from that yeah. point. And the thing is, too, is they used the table earlier on. Kenny brought it out. And, you the know. The table was the, was the third star did of the, the match. Did the double stomp. And I, we, we were like, ooh. Uh-huh. Like, through the table. And then, of course, Osprey, I think, Fireman's, I, what, what do we call it? I think he's Toss him over his shoulder onto the. Oh uh, yeah, I think I think Osprey, uh, I I think he did like a uh, like a brainbuster. Yeah, onto the, the metal and yeah. ooh, um, and but 
I always thought that 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 was like, oh, that's brutal. No, that oh, man yeah, grabbed hard, his hardest head to watch. and just started. Because I thought, okay, he's gonna like power bomb him through a table, you mm-hmm. know, like he's gonna, you know, like he's gonna like break the rest of his. No, he took his head and just started going, boo, boo, and every time he smashed his head through that table, you were seeing the it blood cracks, cracks, oh, and yeah. the blood just hitting. I was like, oh my. God. It looks like a horror movie. Like, yeah, it is difficult to describe how just like unusually like violent and forceful that spot was. I like, would have never, and he had to take that legit. There was no like faking that. Like, oh yeah, I don't even know how like like I would never have thought of like the use of a table to literally head. Like we've always seen that like someone throws their head on the table. You can obviously it's like that's it. Just looked like a massacre. Yeah. Also, Kenny, the shot of him taking the table and doing the "Where's Johnny?" out of yeah. it was very funny. Um, of course, once Kenny hits that first V trigger, it is it, it. He waits about twenty minutes, and it is V trigger mania. Oh yeah, I mean V trigger after V trigger after, and like every time you think Osprey's gonna have a chance, just boom, mm. boom, and it looks br- more and more. Br- it's like how many can this guy take? Right, um, and they, you know. There are moments during the time when Osprey is just getting knocked back and forth with V triggers that you're like, okay, at some point he's gonna like Hulk up and you know rally and like hit Hidden Blade and you know that'll be because like that's his big strike move yeah. uh, that uh, will probably get him the the victory and he does he does try to Hulk up he does try to hit Hidden Blade but it's not enough for yeah. Me. Like, and then he starts hitting Hidden Blade, hidden blade and it's not enough. I mean, dude, the Hidden Blade is – I think the I think Hidden Blade's more like a brutal move than the V-Trigger. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. it, there's V-Triggers that in, look terrible, but like when he hits that Hidden Blade and just – I remember the first time he pulled it out against Ibushi, and, which was the first time that I saw it, and just thinking like, is, is that – like allowed, like I don't know, like he says it's legal. Yeah, it's like I don't know how they're able to, like you know, work a, a way to to do that safely. Um, it but, looks, I mean, and he was just nailing them. Not enough. He went for the stormbreaker, couldn't get it. He didn't hit the stormbreaker all match. Yeah, yeah, he got. They teased it a, a few times. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, and at that point, it became clear. It's like, okay, this is going to be kind of the battle of of who who can hit uh their their big move first mm-hmm. and whoever does is walking out of here with the belt i loved like um what was i gonna say him going for the one-winged angel off the top onto the thing it's like they're like he just show at this uh, and then you know osprey like oh i'm not gonna get hit by that right <laughs> fighting out and hitting the kreutz wraith Wrath. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that in forever. I that's a DDT I'm, move. Yeah, yeah. Um, look at. I want to look at the camera. The camera shakes uh-huh. when he hits the mat. I mean, almost Osprey almost lands on his head. Right. It's like a like a, a dramatic zoom in from like how hard he hit the mat on that. It was crazy. And yet, as crazy as that is, hitting a Kreutzreif from like the second rope. After that. Osprey somehow manages to hit a Styles Clash. Yes, like, which popped me big time. Uh, the whole crowd was like, "Ah!" Oh! Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it, 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 
the, the styles clash isn't enough. The hidden blade isn't enough. Uh, um, Omega hit like double two pile drivers like back to back off of each trigger is not enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple os cutters doesn't do it. Yep. Um, and like, I there are there are times when like using multiple finishers back to back to back can feel kind of draining more than anything. But I've this was a great example of using multiple finishers and multiple counters to those finishers yep. to just build anticipation. Um, so, yeah, the, every time it happened, I was just on the edge of my seat even more. The finishing spot was perfection with Omega grabbing the arm for the V-trigger and then getting hit by the hidden blade, both men going down with the grip still being on. Maintain wrist control. Yep, picks <laughs> them up. Um, what is that move called? Kim... Where it's basically the V-trigger, but he has him like this. Oh, the Kamigoye. Kamigoye. Yeah, yeah, Into the one-winged angel, and I was like, there's no way, right? Yeah. For, like, because that's the only, especially after Osprey kicked out of so much, I'm like, is he going to be the first person other than Ibushi to kick out of that? No. You were, you were like, oh, he's going to, you like you said I, to me before, no way, no chance. Yes, yes. I, I will eat crow on this. Uh, I, I believed that there was a 0% chance of Osprey I, losing. I felt like there was a really good chance of Osprey winning. I didn't feel like there was a 0% chance of Osprey losing, but I was like, it's not high. Like, I was like, there in the back of my mind, I had the Kenny shirt on because I had him. Yeah. I was like, I feel like there's somehow that Kenny's going to, you know, like, right. I, I, I can see the vision of, You've, you you already have this working relationship. Kenny's a big draw, and if he gets the U.S. title, you know. Mm. But I'm like, and also it's like he's not coming back. Yeah. Like, what? He's got to win a trios title. Like, come on now. Um, but uh, no, I I when when the the finishing spot happened, and in particular when when he hit the one winged angel. In like the span of like just a couple of seconds, my mind was kind of like racing through different options. <laughs> like, uh, I'm like, if he wins, it's crazy. If he kicks out of the one winged angel, it's crazy. Both options are like, yeah, going to pop the crowd. Uh, but it, it it dawned on me really quickly that yeah, the only people that I think will will ever uh, go down as having kicked out of the one winged angel are Kota Ibushi and Hangman Page. I don't think Hangman's kicked out. Uh, he hasn't, but I think he will. <laughs> I think Osprey might be added to that list if we have multiple ones of these matches. Right, right. Um, I could see it, but well, he, but he's not, he's not there yet. <laughs> yeah, not uh, there yet. Yeah, definitely not the first time. He's not gonna just power yeah. up and kick out of that. Um, but uh, and I also Renaissance painting. The match ends. Callus jumps into the ring. It's like holding Kenny up with the belt, and you see Osprey on like just leaning on the outside, just like grabbing. Like, uh-huh. trying. Like, same way as Jay, but even more so, like, because he doesn't have the title on him. He's just, like, like still, like, this guy looks like he has nothing in his mind. Just gone. Yep. It's, like, super concussed, but still trying. He does not want to give up, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Big uh, just fighting spirit energy off of this match, um, which is, uh, you know, kind of what you want from the the big uh, Tokyo Dome shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, – oh, I had a point earlier uh, just about – You just forgot uh, it. Yeah. Um, it's going to sound really philosophical and cool <laughs> about professional wrestling. Um, but, 
No, I think that. Um, oh yeah, it was about um, uh, New Japan's uh, booking philosophy. Yeah. That um, it, 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 right as it looks like you are about to be like the big deal in in this company, you must suffer. You must suffer. Right. It, like there, there is just a. Uh, you could write like a whole thesis on the nature of suffering based off of purely like new Japan matches. Um, Naito has gone through it and now it is Will Ospreay. Ospreay and show's currently going through it too. Show's gonna go, yeah. <laughs> going through it a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like it's this, it's this trial by fire that, mm. that you need to do. Um, like King's road style. Yeah. Um, and, for uh you know um uh, Naito and Kenny uh their uh white whale that they needed to to conquer was Okada mm-hmm. um and now that Kenny has overcome that he has become the, the white whale the white whale yeah but i feel like see the thing about Osprey is interesting is too cuz he still hasn't overcame Okada yeah that's, that's and true, he still yeah. has now he has Kenny. Uh-huh. Now he's like this torch is, you know. This torch is next in line kind of thing. It's just Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see. That's one thing I would be like if they do one more two night Wrestle Kingdom be like have Kenny and Osprey first night and then Osprey Omega second night would be Yeah. That's and true. see him fully. That would be cool. But Osprey definitely now I feel like is the biggest face. Like that was full face turn. Mm-hmm. on everything i feel like is the biggest face in new japan and i think it maybe in wrestling in general right now like after that it, yeah it'll be it'll be really interesting to see where the fallout from this goes um maybe yeah. forbidden door two is what a lot of people are saying right but yeah at the at the moment right now you want this belt back you gotta fight me in my company boy <laughs> uh yeah at the moment i i don't think there's a hotter uh act than will osprey Oh, for sure. That man's going to have, by the time he retires, this is a bold statement by me, the most five-star matches mm-hmm. of all time Yep. by Daddy Dave. <laughs> Which is saying something, considering you know all the yeah. uh, other uh, people in AEW and New Japan that are, are big uh, friends with, with Uncle Dave. With Uncle Dave. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into this outro. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WWEGL. This has been it for me and Cooper. Cooper, do you have anything you want to shout out? Um, watch New Japan. Subscribe to New Japan World. Uh, if you would like to. If you would like to. If you want to see your favorite wrestlers suffer. Yeah, uh, if you <laughs> want to see suffering <laughs> in its truest form. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can, at Logan Hurston. I'm currently tweet about rest- I tweet about two things, wrestling and albums, and that's it. <laughs> So if you want to listen to an album a day with me, you can do that. If you want to see my full thoughts on every single show, when I bat out a heart attack about Jeff Jarrett, you can look at that. Um, Daniel and Noah will be back with our first official episode next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And Rainmaker!